Hello and welcome to the Construction Corner Podcast. I'm Dylan, I'm your host, and welcome to today's episode. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about modular construction and really the rise of modular buildings the world over, right? This is not just a U.S. phenomenon anymore. This is not something that's happening just in Europe or Asia. This is happening all across the world. So Building Design and Construction recently published an article talking about the world's tallest modular building rises in Singapore. Modular buildings are becoming more and more prevalent. And with modular buildings, it makes really, really good sense to use them, especially in housing projects, whether that's condos, hotels, anything that is very, very repetitive and housing projects are, right? Apartments, there's only maybe five types of apartments in a given apartment complex, right? You got one bedroom, a two bedroom, maybe a three bedroom, and you got a left and right, you know, whether they're inverted or not. Not too many building or room designs, room types for those buildings. And it makes sense to be able to modulize them, right? So if you have, say, 300 units, you got six types. So that's what, 50 of each unit? Pretty straightforward. You can do that in a clean, controlled environment. Your walls are always going to be straight. Your electrical is going to be run perfectly. Your plumbing is going to be run perfectly. Your toilets are going to be set correctly. It could be in a controlled environment where quality control is on top of everything. And for like this 40-story residential tower, and there's two of them actually, there's 1,900 prefabricated modules. That is amazing. That, And really, that means that they're going to be able to go up much, much faster because a lot of that is just going to be set in place, bolt down, lock it, and move on to the next one. So I see modular construction, especially in these uh, housing projects, to be come really the norm. Um, hotels, Hilton just put up one up in New York. Um, there's, a, I think, a few going up here in the Bay Area. Well, I say here, but uh, a couple hours away from me um, in California, in the Bay Area. Um, and then what they're talking about with these ones in Singapore, the benefits of modular construction and prefab, Really, they can reduce construction time by 50% and reduce on-site labor by 30%. And as we all know, labor has become a real issue, real hinge to a lot of projects. Getting skilled labor, people to show up on time, um, which goes back to customer service. And if you can have a organization that is known for showing up on time, being accountable, um, and that customers can really count on you to do the job, do it correctly, do it well, you're going to have more business for projects that do take people, you know, on site. But these prefab, I mean, to save 50% of construction time, that's huge, right? So say it's typically a 24-month project. It's now done in 12. So that means I have, as a building owner, I would now have 12 months more of occupied time, right? I'm not carrying that loan for an extra 12 months. I'm not just having costs for 12 months. Now I can have people moving into my apartment, my hotel, whatever, for an additional 12 months of revenue, right? Which in this case, so if it's 
Um, so these are 505 apartments total, so 250 apartments. And I can rent 250 or say all 500 apartments for a year, say they're a thousand bucks a month. I got to do some some math here. So 500 apartments times a thousand bucks a month times 12 months, and then say I had a 0.75 um, occupancy rate. So that would be an additional 4.5 million dollars uh, that I would be able to receive. And then on top of that, any actual expense in you know, carrying the loan for, for however much. Um, these are probably more than a thousand bucks a month, but for just ease of use, ease of numbers. So an additional $4.5 million, which to a building owner, really to anybody, that's, you know, a significant chunk of money to, you know, have in addition to, you know, whatever it would be. So for like this one, it was six months. All right. So instead of 4.5 million, so that's $2.25 million that they're able to really save on, on doing this, right. Even if they just save six months, it's amazing. It's amazing to save that much time on these projects. Um, it really helps the building owner. It helps probably the general contractor as well to, you know, now they don't need they need 30% less people on site. So it's 30% of people that they were having trouble finding anyway, that they were having trouble training, uh, everything else. Really, it's just setting these you know units in place. There's you know fewer electricians that are needed because everything was pre-wired. So it's really just making those final connections to the, the blocks that they drop in. Um, same with plumbers, same with HVAC. I mean, everything is just those connections between the core of the building and then the the units on the exterior that they're dropping in place. It's just to me it's amazing. It's amazing that we're able to to come this far. It's awesome to see how far construction has come. It's awesome to see that we're finally using other really manufacturing processes in construction uh to help improve quality, to help improve the way the buildings are put together, to help improve timelines. We're now seeing, you know, construction actually take significant strides in the way buildings are put together, meaning that, you know, we've seen so many improvements in all sorts of other manufacturing areas that now we're seeing in construction. We're seeing, you know, basically use of an assembly line to be put into construction using these modular units, doing them offsite in a clean, safe environment, something that is difficult to come by on a construction site, you know, with changing conditions, environmental issues, weather issues, right? Especially if the roof's not on, now you're out in the snow, the rain, whatever the weather might be, it's really hot, really cold. You have all these different weather conditions that really inside of a factory you don't have to worry about, right? It's climate controlled, the roof's already up. It's in a clean environment, so you don't have to worry about contamination or, you know, uh, excess whatever getting inside of conduit or ductwork or plumbing or whatever. You can have a lot of that clean out process and just a cleaner, safer environment for people to work in, right? They come in the same conditions every day that's not changing, so they don't have to worry about like falling off a, you know, stair that's not in place or something else that's on a job site right? It's a much safer condition to be inside of a factory, 
to be doing the same thing over and over and over again, meaning that you're going to be better at it. I see modular being used in so many more situations, um, even for like homes, right? To have a bathroom unit that's, you know, 10 by eight or whatever that bathroom might be. And it's done in a modular setting, right? So it's done in a factory. It's brought in that 10 by eight by 10 or 12, you know, space. So 12 feet high, 10 feet wide, 10, eight feet long, whatever that might be. Um, or say it's six feet for the, so it's six by eight for, you know, the tub and everything, whatever that unit is for the bathroom brought in by crane or on a semi or on a, you know, one of those smaller flatbeds brought in, set down for the house for, you know, track housing or, um, any other home development lots. So now you have a bathroom that's set and done in, you know, effectively half a day or a day on site versus, however long it would take you to put the walls up, plumbing in, whatever else, all you got to do is make those final drain connections, water connections, and uh, you're good to go, right? You can make your PEX connections or pipe connections up top for, you know, water coming in. You make your sanitary connection for the, you know, sink, toilet, and shower, and, uh, you know, a few final electrical connections for the lights and outlets, good to go. You know, an exhaust connection um, for your fan, simple makes it a lot easier uh to make a few connections few tie-ins rather than having to build the whole thing from ground up now you have you know trades really fighting over each other whereas you know plumber come in make his three four connections electrician come in make their four five connections you know the hvac guy come in make their two three connections and move on right move on to the next piece right do it with a kitchen do it with a bedroom do it with all these different pieces now um, come in with a semi, drop it, go. I see this as really the the wave of construction of the future. It takes fewer people, and these innovations are really just going to continue because we're running into so many labor shortages across the industry that innovations like this are really going to be necessary. They are necessary to help move construction forward, to help continue the building process and to help keep our economy growing. Again, uh, somebody does not want to drill. They don't want a hole. They don't want a screw. They want the kitchen cabinets or whatever final thing that they're installing. So it's the same with the house, right? We don't want necessarily the, the rafters, the roof, the walls, whatever. But I mean, we do, but we don't want all of that process that it takes to get there, right? We want the final house, we want it finished, we want it to live in it, right? To do our thing, to make sure that power works, right? That plumbing is there, that water gets to the sink. That's really what we want. So we just have to know and remember that to deliver. So we want the final product. Every building owner wants the final product. They don't want the process in between. So I hope today's episode helps you. I hope it let you know a little bit more about what's going on in the world at large in construction, uh, modular prefab that is all here. It is coming, um, in big waves, starting with housing as that's the same over and over and over again. And, uh, I'm sure that we'll see it go into more and more types of projects, more and more types of buildings and, uh, coming to a city near you. So until next time, this is the Construction Corner Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm your host, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode.